So the the job description tends to take on more of that corporate speak. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we all know it. We have to adapt to it. Uh, is the job description going away? Compliance will tell us never. Yeah. Uh, but we know that we do work with the job description so that it uses the right tone. Um, it connects to the right audience in what that EVP is. Um, but the reality is, is where we like to take content from a job description lens is have the person doing the job talk about the job. Yeah. So to your point, video, um, in all the different formats that it can be used, yeah. how transferable it is it to other channels. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to Talent Experience Live, the show that covers everything that you need to know in talent acquisition, recruiting, HR, talent management, HRIS, everything in between. Uh, we here at Phenom love to say that this is the greatest show on the internet, and I'm not here to argue. I am your host, Devin Foster. And if you're familiar with the show, you are familiar with kind of the layout. We always love to kick off the program, get folks who may be joining on the live session on LinkedIn, on YouTube, or on Facebook involved. Um, that's what makes this show so beautiful. So we have an icebreaker today. And that icebreaker question, since we are chatting all around the candidate journey, uh, and specifically content in the candidate journey and how to make it resonate, I want to know you, the viewer at home, what is your favorite type of content? And I, I'm going to keep that pretty open-ended. Uh, we won't limit it to the HR space or to recruitment. Um, but do you enjoy movies on a Friday night? Do you enjoy listening to a podcast, reading a book? Or are you a TV show person? You just want to binge watch episodes. Um, I'm a mixture of both. Sucker for a good movie always. Uh, cannot wait for this summer's blockbuster hits that are coming out. We have Barbie, we have Oppenheimer and everything in between. Um, and of course, I, I love my music as well, but certainly would lean towards uh, movies over everything else. Although I have been really locked into the latest season of Succession. So definitely check that out on Max, uh, no longer HBO Max. Uh, neither here nor there. Back to the topic at hand. Looks like Jennifer Thomas chimes in with horror movies. Great content. Uh, it is. It is not for me, Jen. Actually, I've been watching the NBA playoffs, and there is like Rise of the Evil Dead that's coming out, and it scares the bejesus out of me. I just want to watch some basketball. I see John Ryle chiming in with Tom Hanks flicks. Tom Hanks, living legend in the industry. Um, anything that he is a part of, I sign up for. Even Wes Anderson's new film, I am excited for. Monica can't wait for Barbie. I love the content. Keep it coming. Uh, and as we continue to discuss content today, we have a special episode. We are chatting about the candidate journey and how to make it resonate. Obviously, creating compelling content is a challenge, right? It is tough to make something resonate with everyone. And then if you take that down the next level of the funnel, using it to attract top talent and increase applications is even more challenging, but it has to align with your organization as well as attract a lot of those top candidates that you are looking for. So on today's episode, we are chatting all about that, specifically with Marco Abato, who is Senior Vice President of Employer Brand Digital and Communications at Cielo. And he's going to discuss really the power of 
being authentic um, and creating timely content throughout the candidate experience and how to get started. And the one thing that I want to key in there is timely. Um, if you still have content that is from 2019, that is from 2018, please, if you still have pandemic content with folks in the office with masks on six feet separated, uh, I think it's super important to always stay safe, of course, but we're not seeing that content in our daily lives. So it feels off when you see it in, in a talent segment. Um, but Marco and I had the pleasure of chatting at I Am Phenom just a few weeks ago. And we sat down and we really unpacked the candidate journey and the content and how companies attack it, as well as how is Cielo assists companies with getting that right type of content that resonates. So without any further hesitation, uh, I bring to you Marco and myself uh, live from Philadelphia chatting about the candidate journey and how to make content resonate. So I'm here with Marco Abato from Cielo. Marco, it's tradition around these parts. Okay. Uh, we often make the joke, nobody grows up wanting to work in HR or be in the HR industry. This is true. Uh, I've never seen any kindergartner on their first day of school with one of those little signs that says, I want to work in HR. So I have to ask you, uh, how did you get into the industry as a whole? Is it something that you kind of fell into or perhaps were you the outlier that was passionate about this? Well, I'll age myself with this answer. Uh, I was working for a newspaper 20 some years ago, selling advertising space, uh, happened to be in the recruitment marketing advertising space. And from there met some advertising agency legends and ended up working for Bernard Hodes Group for 20 plus years before I joined Cielo. All right, awesome. So the old, you'll help wanted yeah, ads, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Classified in column, Yes. that's it. Yeah. We, uh, I, I've always wanted to do this, but kind of create a video of the evolution of the job search, right? Where yes. it was a help wanted sign or in just the storefront window, right? Somebody would go in, meet with the owner, shake hands, all of a sudden they're there. Then we progressed to the newspaper, now we're in the internet age, so on and so forth. So. Um, I'm going to have to consult you when, when it comes free. to that. And actually, <laughs> what's funny is what's old is new again a little bit. We, we do have quite a bit of on-ground yeah. guerrilla marketing efforts Absolutely. that quite a few of our clients are using. And it's kind of funny to see that they're actually gaining some traction. Yeah, I think the uh, this is a little dark to say, but the pandemic brought back the QR code. Correct. I remember it was 100%. a huge fad, right? And uh, And then all of our menus were on QR codes. And now I'm starting to see them for application processes just on stands in your local pharmacy or gas station or wherever it may be. I think be. a badge might actually yeah, no, it exactly does. what you're it, talking about. It does. So yeah, yeah, um, exactly. But yeah, so I, I have to ask you, um, obviously we have to pay the bills around here. Um, tell us a little bit about Cielo. What is the, the elevator pitch, if you will? Yeah, <clears throat> Cielo is a global talent acquisition partner. Mm -hmm. um, we are recruitment process outsourcing executive search, contingent hiring, and I sit within the consulting practice. Uh, within that consulting practice, we have uh, technology consulting, uh, integrations, implementations. Uh, we're actually a partner with Phenom People on implementations. Um, I happen to lead our client engagement team, okay. as well as I look after a global brand, employer brand. Uh, so my background coming from a marketing advertising agency has served me well joining Cielo. Yeah. Uh, so we are, uh, fairly new consulting practice. We've merged multiple uh, practices together to form one consulting practice. And uh, we're really looking to see how we can impact talent. Um, for those clients that may not be RPO ready, 
um, but for those clients that have specific needs that we can help solve for. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I know today's topic, we are talking about the candidate journey, yes. right? And uh, I know Phenom has been what I like to call a leader or in the, the renaissance of the candidate journey and kind of revolutionizing it. We've all seen the memes, right, on online where it's upload your resume, now answer 50 questions around that. Yeah. And I think while we've moved away from that, we're now starting to see a, a real a point of emphasis around creating tailored content for candidates on career sites, right? And I, I know we're going to get into the, the weeds of that a bit, but I want to ask you right off the bat, are there any telltale signs for an organization right away to see if their content is relevant or if it is something that they need to really put a focus on to enhance? Well, I think relevancy to content is really the organization's focus and every organization is going to have their own story to tell. Um, so what may be relevant to that organization um, will, be, will resonate with the audience that they're trying to attract. Okay. Um, so I don't want to discount content that an organization finds to be valuable. Yeah. That's part of the kind of the journey. That's part of what we focus on in the in employee value proposition to really understand what an organization's promise is to its employees. And then we want to bring that out into focus. So that allows the right people to identify with an opportunity. And then we build on that to certain talent segments, to certain audiences, when it becomes a relevancy of content. That makes sense. Because hey, you, you mentioned there the, the right talent, right? And obviously Phenom's uh, purpose is to help a billion people find the right job. Absolutely. And obviously organizations as a whole, they have their core values, they have their purpose, their mission, whatever that may be. Um, but organizations are living and breathing things right at the end of the day. And after the pandemic, it's organizations have spread out. I'm working with people now that live in Florida, that live in North Carolina, when we were at one point centralized mm -hmm. to the greater Philadelphia area. So in addition to that, we're also dealing with global organizations and a lot of companies are global. So I have to ask you, when you mention right content and, and connecting with the right candidate, does that also mean localized content in, in specific areas? For instance, if you have a European presence, should you perhaps spell color with a U or something along those lines? A am I on the right path there or way off? No, 100%. Okay. Actually, one of the main areas that we focus on on segmentation is regional segmentation or localization. Uh, we like to refer to it as glocal. So we have to take a global look at what the organization is, um, but what that means within a region, uh, within a city, within a country. Uh, so it can take a lot of shapes. Uh, and we do have to take that into account. Uh, we're just wrapping up one of our global EVPs, and we are looking at 100 plus different cities that we need to account for because that's where they're attracting talent from. Uh, take into account that we're also not limited any longer to brick and mortar. Most opportunities tend to be virtual or at least hybrid. So there's a lot of ways that we look at talent at a talent level, at a, a local level, at an audience level, and the EVP will mean different things. And that's when we get into the content development and begin the pressing that forward and getting the right content outbound to the user that we want to attract. Makes sense. Now, honestly, when, when I hear content, I, I work in, in social media, I think videos, right? I, I think of uh, music, whatever it may be, that sort of got TikTok, Instagram. When it comes to EVP content, 
that includes the job description as well, right? Like that is something for a candidate to get a, a peek inside the organization. Is that something that also has to be localized, right? Um, when we talk about a mission or something along those lines so that it doesn't fall on deaf ears in a different part of the world. So the, the job description tends to take on more of that corporate speak. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we all know it. We have to adapt to it. Uh, is the job description going away? Compliance will tell us never. Yeah. Uh, but we know that we do work with the job description so that it uses the right tone. Um, it connects to the right audience in what that EVP is. Um, but the reality is, is where we like to take content from a job description lens is have the person doing the job talk about the job. Yeah. So to your point, video um, in all the different formats that it can be used, yeah. how transferable it is it to other channels. So that's one of the main goals when we think about how are we going to activate this to those different segments, whether it's a, a local or a regional the talent areas, audience, how do we make that speak to the audience that we're trying to attract in a way that will be meaningful? Makes sense. It, it, it does bring up another question though, um, which is oftentimes when people think of career sites or candidate journeys, they think of these beautiful pieces of technology, right? There's millions of dollars that are, are sunk into home pages and everything along those lines. And then you mentioned getting localized content, right, from employees. So I think there there may be a misconception, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, that you'd need a studio to get employees to talk about things like that. But are you leveraging people's webcams that are on their computer, their cell phones, things like that? And does that have a competitive advantage combined with some of those high resolution things where it's all right, this is genuine, right? This is actually someone that I can relate to that I know isn't a, a paid actor, right? We see that all the time on yeah. television. So I guess my question around all that is, is there a healthy balance or formula to very polished content and employee-driven content that may not have that same level of gloss? You've nailed it. Okay. I mean, that's exactly <laughs> what we drive for. We do know we wanna go for that photo shoot quality yeah uh, video professional like what we're in right here mm -hmm. um, but the reality is is the most authentic content is really a matter of using an ambassador type program yeah. where we're asking employee generated content to be developed and shared okay. um, not just in the website format but in social media how do we really boost our presence because if you think about if we're hiring software engineers and we ask for a software engineer to share his or her story and then share that story with their networks, most likely their networks are made up of similar talent. So that's the way we really add a, an organic boost to what we're already doing in the paid channels in what's using being used on the website, then bring that content onto the website. <clears throat> I think there's the power in that is that while it may not have the polish, it carries a much higher level of validity with the authenticity of it. Yeah, and it, 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 I think we're almost moving towards that direction as well in a, in a content industry. I see a lot of retro thing, vintage is very in right now. So maybe the, they, Gen, that, yeah, the yeah, Gen X videos are everywhere and I love it. Grungy <laughs> look. Um, I, please, I, I'm on Instagram and I see VHS filters <laughs> on there. I'm like, we don't need that technology anymore. Um, but uh, to your point, 
we're not all going to have 8K cameras. It's not going to look like right. an NFL game where we've all seen those cameras, right? Where it's crystal clear. It feels like you're there. But because it has that human element, it really reaches a, a more genuine place. And to your point, I think it does help create those ambassadors, right? Those folks who are going to network for you. Um, it's an awesome way for a referral program Absolutely, in that sense. Is. And I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I think the other aspect of that is everyone wants that as the end goal, right? I'm sure the clients that you speak to, they're like, all right, we want this ideal mixture of both. Where would you start with an organization that maybe has a blank canvas, right? They're, they're asking you to help really revitalize their candidate journey, journey, excuse me. Does that start at the employee level? Does it start with some examples of these high resolution, you know, videos or stock photos or something like that, where you can showcase, hey, we're working on something here to your employees. What would you say is the, the first thing to attack? I think ideally you can do both. Okay. <clears throat> From a reality standpoint, you're going to do one or the other. Yeah. Uh, so we're actually doing some activation currently, um, and we're going to start with photography and video, yeah. professionally done, um, using actual employees, but doing it professionally, on-site photo shoot. Um, that will be the driver of channel activation. That will be the driver of website activation, and then that will actually drive internal activation to the organization. And then what will come on the heels of that is the employee activation. And that's where we'll start generating the true employee story. And then that's where the content becomes much more powerful. So it's all wonderful to have beautiful yeah. assets and you can use them everywhere. Mm -hmm. They can have a conference, they can go to um, career fairs, uh, they can use it on their website, they can use it on all of their assets for marketing. but to really engage today's audience, the authenticity of that employee content is so much more powerful. And even from a leadership standpoint, engaging leaders in a, in a content development program, that's wonderful to hear what a leader has to say about where they are today, what the vision is for the future, and how do we want to attack that. Yeah, and where they've been, right? The, the, exactly. The organization's journey to that point. Um, I, I, going back to that referral point, I think of you know, being on a job description page or something like that, showing your family, right? Whoever it may be like, hey, look, isn't this cool? I'm on our website, you know, showcasing what I do. It's something that you can be proud of. Sure. And indirectly, they may know somebody for that job yeah. or, or whatever that may be. It's a now, great retention tool. Yeah, like no. actually what you've just shared is, a, is an example of how we use employee generated content from that pride factor yeah. of having retention built into it. Yeah. No, that's so awesome. it's, a, it's a really great point and, and one that really can't be understated. And you want to not just bring new talent on, you need to retain your best talent. Yeah. And that's why you identify those ambassadors as your best talent. Yeah. A sharing stories of career growth, boomerang, cross departmental changes, right? Absolutely. I, I know we're at I am Phenom right now, but there's, there's going to be conversations around how this new group of professionals coming in, they're going to retire with job titles that we've never heard, right? And to retain employees, to grow their skills, to have them grow within your organization is only going to help your business Absolutely. at the end of the day. Um, last question that I have for you, and okay. I think it's, it's one that is important when talking about this. How closely should you look at your competition and what they're doing? We all know that it is a competitive job market. Um, really, no matter what the economy is doing, folks are always going to be looking for jobs. It seems like 
a year ago we were talking about the the turnover tsunami and you know all of this crazy scary things and things have changed but organizations are still looking to to bring talent in and they're they're fighting with their competition so when you work with organizations do they bring examples and say we want this but we want to be different or do you look at an organization and say this is what we don't want to be or is it a combination of both it's a combination we actually do when we begin any type of research we will do basic research that includes a, a, a deeper dive into what competition is now there's two types of competition there's industry competitors but there's also talent competitors they could be completely different industry but seeking the same talent, especially when you're looking at a healthcare organization, they may be looking at IT talent, yeah. but they have to be looking at the market that they're technically in, mm -hmm. unless they wanna do a reload. Yeah. Well, they're also competing with other IT organizations that are seeking that same talent. Yeah. So <clears throat> we do wanna know what com competition is doing. Okay. We do wanna understand how do we make that competition work for us, but differentiate. So the differentiation, but the differentiation has to be authentic. Yeah. It has to be unique to the organization, but authentic. So something that they can truly take a hold of. And it's gonna have different pillars, different messaging matrix. Again, back to that idea of the, the different audiences. At the end of the day though, <clears throat> the competition does help drive the outcomes because then we have a, a basis of what the competitive landscape looks like for both industry and talent. Yeah, and I, I mean, while you're doing that, I'm sure you can, gain some insights as well as to compensation, right? I know there are certain states that have announced uh, litigation that, uh, or excuse me, laws that make you post out job or uh, salary ranges. It hasn't gone over swimmingly. I yeah. know that there are <laughs> some terrible things about that. And indeed in LinkedIn are actually doing it. They, yes. ha they require it now yeah. or they'll put in a range themselves. Yeah, so it, it gives you an idea, not that it would necessarily always be accurate, but if you are way off or you had you know, somebody who, who was with the organization for a long time um, and is looking for that next step in their career, you understand where they're coming from yeah. when they have those conversations with you about um, where the market is uh, as a whole. So a lot of great things. I love the, the looking at competition, but not just from your industry, right? Localized, um, I, we had a, a webinar a few months ago uh, working with a lawn care company and the executive said, She's not competing with organizations that are, are also in the lawn care industry. She's competing with the Amazons of the world, the, the Walmarts, mm -hmm. right? And we're talking about frontline workers there, but with the exception of probably very few positions, you're competing with every industry out Absolutely. there. It is not, you know, this isn't Red Sox, Yankees, or Mets, Phillies, right? This, you're not all playing in the same league. Right. You're competing with every other sports franchise Absolutely. out there. Yeah. Um, Marco, any final thoughts? Anything that I, I perhaps missed out on? No, I think, again, I think authenticity has is, is always been my biggest takeaway with content and channel strategy to deliver that content. In my opinion, the, uh, the website is your main piece of material-owned destination, if you will, um, and pushing everything back to that destination, whether it come through social channels, email marketing, or paid advertising, um, it's, it all comes down to authenticity. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. And it, we're, we're dealing with this, you know, candidate pool that, that lives on the internet now, right? They, they can see 
authenticity, who's being genuine and who's not. They, you can weed through some of those things. And they can find out. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> there are certainly uh, sites that you can look up and see, um, as well as reach out to people that work at those organizations. Mm -hmm. This is a, a day and age where you can hop on LinkedIn and connect with folks who are working in that same department it's beforehand, really right? Um, send them notes or somebody who may have left, right? And see mm -hmm. how long they were there. Um, it, it boggles my mind that you can hop on to, to LinkedIn and see average tenure for organizations and things like that. So being genuine um, and authentic throughout the process has to be has to be important to you. Yeah, point. I so, agree. Awesome. Well, thank you so much thank for your you. time. Thank you. I appreciate it. And we'll, we'll have to do it again at some point. Sounds good. I would cool. really appreciate that. All right. Thanks. Special thanks to Mark and this yellow team for taking time to, to chat with me at I am Phenom. Lots of great information uh, throughout that clip. The idea of localization and creating content that resonates with your organization as a whole, but also has a localized feel, I think is so valuable for companies, especially as we kind of make our way back into work from home, hybrid, uh, in the office all the time. I saw a post on LinkedIn yesterday that said employees should be fighting to go back to the office full time. Otherwise, their job could be outsourced. Um, and when we think of that, companies are certainly going to take advantage, right? They are trying to find the best talent no matter where it is in the world. So creating localized content in order to really get the best folks in your door, I think is important. Uh, thanks again. Uh, one more time to Mark and the Cielo team. Uh, next week, we have uh, another partner. We are going back to back with partner episodes like it's Jordan 9697, like it is the cover of Lethal Weapon. Uh, we're going to be joined by Quantum Work and Mark Condon. Excited about that episode. And I believe in the month of May, we are going to have an overarching topic of artificial intelligence to really button up uh, what we announced at I Am Phenom, which is Phenom X Plus. So you do not want to miss any of those episodes. Stay tuned for updates. I know in this description, we have a nice little hyperlink at the bottom that will allow you to get notified for future episodes. So feel free to subscribe. I hope everyone enjoyed today's episode. I want to thank John Ryle. I want to thank Monica Montessa. I want to thank Jennifer Thomas for chiming into the comment section. Again, feel free to like, share, and subscribe all of this content. I hope everyone has a safe, happy, and healthy weekend, and we will see you next week. Thanks so much. Have a great weekend. Talent Experience Live, of course, is proudly brought to you by the good folks here at Phenom, whose purpose is to help a billion people find the right job. Our intelligent talent experience platform, which helps candidates find the right roles faster, employees evolve in their current roles and beyond, recruiters achieve some next level productivity, and managers build better teams with data and analytics. And of course, all of this is powered by super slick artificial intelligence and machine learning. So head on over to phenom.com to learn more. While you're there, check out the promo for I am Phenom. It is right on the homepage. Don't be afraid to click on it. See who keynote speakers are going to be, see what session tracks are happening and everything in between, including networking and party.